everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club Podcast. My name is Jeff Mareva. I am the director of the show each week, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? Not much. How you doing? Oh, pretty good today. Pretty good. Um, so this is our Movie Club Podcast. We come to you each week. We discuss our upcoming movies. We talk trivia. We go behind the scenes, all that kind of good uh-huh. fun stuff. And uh, we air each Saturday night at 9 on OETA mm-hmm. uh, on our main HD channel. And uh, we repeat the following Fridays at 11 p.m. If you miss the movie, there's a second chance to watch it. I've seen that show. And uh, I've seen it, yeah. I've seen it a couple times. Um, This week, we're talking about the 1978 Michael Crichton film, The Great Train Robbery. He wrote and directed this. Wrote and directed it. I thought he was just an author. Yeah, I didn't know that he directed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, pretty surprising. Um, but uh, and apparently several films. I mean, not just this one. Some science fiction. Some, I'm a lot told. of science fiction. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So set this movie up for everybody. Uh, you know, it's based on a historical eighteen uh, fifties like train robbery in Britain. There's a large amount of gold bullion on this train. Everybody knows that. Uh, you know, that's it. Uh, nobody knows how to get at it. Um, and, you know, there's all these elaborate um, uh, preparations to keep, you know, people from stealing it, but there's one guy that's got a plan, and he's got the the right crew to do it. You know, this is a heist movie uh, a fun set one. in 1850s yeah, England. It's a fun one. Um, yeah, the, the, the actual crime was committed in 1855, um, in real life, there were four criminals, um, and uh, yeah, um, just uh, it's, it's a fun movie. It's right. a it's, it's a heist movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's what you expect. You so know? the only way that they actually got caught in real life uh, was that the the main guy, the Sean Connery character, he he's in jail on an unrelated charge. And um, the other guys, you know, there's no honor among thieves. Of course not. They steal his his portion of the loot. He finds out about it in in prison, and uh, then he he ta- you know he says, "Well, I know that who who all the other guys are." Right. And uh, he outs them. Now, Sean Connery. This was a really funny. I read his wife got so mad at him. Oh yeah. Um, when she saw the film. Um, because she didn't know he actually did all of his own stunt work. Um, several of the actors in this did their yeah. own stunt work. There was actually yeah. a contest released by the movie um, producers a couple weeks before the movie came out offering a $10,000 reward if you could prove that there was a stunt double anywhere in this movie because apparently they didn't use them. They were too cheap. They were too cheap. Too cheap to too get cheap. a uh, You've got Sean Connery. Uh, on top of a moving train. Now, they, they told Connery they, and the director uh, that the train would not go uh, faster than 20 or 30 miles an hour. Yeah. The, the train uh, people. Right. And um, so Sean Connery's up on the top of this thing. Now, they put, like, sand on the top right. to keep him from slipping keep around, even though he did. Yeah. At one point, he slips. So he's going between two cars and he like drops the clothes that he's he's carrying with him. He has to step out of frame to get those. Uh, but there's also um, embers yeah. from the the steam from the train engine, yeah. uh, sh- coming back, getting in his eyes. 
um, they, the, the helicopter that's, that's got the camera, it's following the train, is having a hard time keeping up with the train. Right. Because it's not going 20 or 30 miles an hour. It's going 50 miles an hour. 50 miles an hour is what they said. They clocked it at 50 to 55. And Mrs. Connery was not the only one that was pissed about that. When, yeah. he, found, when he found out about it, Sean Connery was, was very mad. pissed. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, well, and I thought it was interesting that the train driver was counting the telegraph poles to measure the speed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Was that, was that common practice? Did well, it's not, not very a, accurate. It's not apparently. very accurate, apparently. And, I mean, I know this is a 1850s era train, <laughs> but is there not some type of speedometer on this thing? Come on, people. I guess not. I guess not. Uh, that was before you would, yeah, oh, you yeah. Would, they didn't have speedometers. Yeah. So you had to count the telegraph poles. Crazy. But... Yeah, if you can't tell the difference between 30, 20 miles an hour or 30, 50. and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, um, the character who plays Clean Willie um, is a guy named, uh, I'm sorry, the actor that plays him uh-huh. is a guy named Wayne Sleep. Ooh, um, he's good. For, yeah, yeah. I think he was a huge movie star. No, no, I think this is like his only movie. Um, he was actually a premier ballet dancer uh-huh. um, for the royal royal ballet company, ballet company. and um he did all of his own stunts including scaling the newgate prison walls um because he climbs those walls he climbs in, those walls in the, in the movie again and he that's 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 all real that's but all. he told him he says i'm not a i'm not a stunt man and and they said we can't find a stunt man your Small size enough to do it yeah because he's like five two yeah and so he said, okay, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and come a, like, on, you can't you know, find anybody. And you could uh, actually do the, the walls. You could, you know, do them at a smaller scale. Right. To make, you know. Yeah, apparently yeah. not, man. Apparently or a larger they, scale to make them look Apparently they smaller. put these guys through the ringer, man. They it is just, Hollywood. It and is. they know these, these, diff- these ways to do these effects. Well, they shot it all in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, they were, they originally went to... England, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find anywhere that still looked Victorian enough, uh-huh. uh, Victorian era enough. So they ended up going to Ireland and finding where were they? It had held on to some of its Victorian charm. Yes, and uh, but then you know they uh, a lot of the the uh, budget for this uh, film was yeah ten percent of the budget ten <clears> percent <throat> was spent on recreating Strand Street. Uh, the very famous, I guess, uh, uh, street in London, right? With all the Victorian buildings and the, the pubs, pubs and, yeah, and uh, the Crystal Palace, the Crystal Palace, which is this really cool, like it, you'll see it in this movie. It's really cool looking. It's it's um, it's made of iron and uh-huh. plate glass, and and uh, and this just it's really cool looking uh-huh. building. Um, so apparently. The doing their own stunts wasn't dangerous enough. <laughs> they also had a lot to, of fire, in, you know, instances oh, yeah. with fire. Um, yeah. Of course, you're doing an old steam train mm-hmm. and everything. And but uh, Michael Crichton's hair actually caught on fire <laughs> um, when the steam locomotive um, spewed burning embers at him. Yeah, caught his hair on fire. Not good. Not good. Well, and, and you know, uh, so. Uh, there's a seat in in uh, the train station. Uh, they had a big fire there, 
yeah. as a result of this because there was a diesel engine that was there uh, before and had leaked a bunch of diesel fuel onto the tracks. Onto the tracks yeah. And uh, so then they bring in the steam engine to shoot the scenes. They get the diesel engine because it's not the right era. Uh, era. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it's gone. But the uh, steam engine comes in, and it's you know it's got those sparks. I had no idea that they spewed oh, so yeah. much sparks, but um, it it lit the station on fire. <laughs> it hit that diesel fuel that was yep. on the tracks, and there's oh, a huge yeah. fire that that they had to put out before they could shoot anything. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, don't play with matches, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't. Don't drive steam engine trains <laughs> behind diesel engine trains, in case you didn't know. Yeah, just in case you're in that situation. Now, um, there was a there was a phrase in this that I had to actually look up because I didn't know what happens. But Pierre Pierce tells Willie that if he rats him out to the police, he says, "I'll see you in the lavender." And I was like, "What in what the does world mean? does that mean?" So I had to look it up. It's Victorian slang for "see you dead." Mm. It comes okay. from both the use of lavender flowers in funerals to mask the odor of the body, mm. as well as London London's Lavender Hill Cemetery. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. No, sure. it made no sense at all. I had to look it up. I was like, yeah. what? See you in the lavender. Yeah, if you're not from England, then how would you know <laughs> had, what I that had, means? I had no idea what it meant. Or if you're not from Victorian England. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I had to, I had to look it up because... I thought I had no idea, no idea. It was like last week with Stargate, you know, that some of the actors, I guess, learned ancient Egyptian so well that they had conversations they had with one another. had whole conversations in it. I know, I thought that was crazy. Ancient Egyptian, not, not current. <laughs> not current. Yeah, it was a little big difference, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, hmm. I mean. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, because, again, you're doing a period piece. You're doing yeah. 1850s. You're working on modern-day stuff. Uh-huh. So the aerial shot um, above the train clearly shows a third rail between the two standard gauge rails. Yeah. Um, well, this is from third rail electri- electrification, um, which was the preferred electric power method used in the 70s. Yeah. You know, when they, this movie was shot. Mm-hmm. But was not invented yet in the 1850s, ah. and so you know, there's a little bit of a, a uh, you know, continuity. A tell. Yeah, continuity. Oh, continuity, you know. yeah. And there's okay. So there's a scene where there's a guy shoveling coal into the locomotive. Yeah. And you know, you can see a wristwatch. Wristwatch. Nope. Nope. No. Or didn't exist in 1855. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Nope. We were doing pocket watches only back That's then. That's right. Yeah. Wristwatches weren't invented until the 1890s. Yeah. Only wealthy people, I think, and, and had only very pocket wealthy watches. people. Yeah, yeah, had had that. Now you could stuff. take a leather strap, I guess, you know, and um, you know, maybe could have made one. Strap it to your wrist, I guess. Yeah, we'll say I think this what... was a Timex or something. Um, yeah, Leslie Ann Down is in this. Yes. Ooh, she's. I like Leslie Ann Down. Yeah. Uh, there's a film with. Um, I think it's her and Harrison Ford, Hanover Street, that she is, yeah, she's, oh, it's great. I've never uh, heard of it. Uh, with uh, Christopher Plummer. Um, huh, okay. Harrison Ford is a World War II uh, bomber pilot, and Leslie Ann Down is married to Christopher Plummer, who is like with the OSI, uh, and he's training uh, uh, 
spies, basically to go into Nazi Germany and, you know, for missions. Right. And uh, the guy that he's trained uh, to go on a mission gets killed before he goes. And uh, so Christopher Plummer has to go and on, on this mission. Um, unbeknownst to him, his wife, um, Leslie and Down and Harrison Ford get caught in the Blitz. Um, you know, it basically, you know, they're on the same street, and he's holding her while the bombs are coming down, and it begins a romance. Uh. And then he gets assigned to um, uh, fly Christopher Plummer into Germany, uh, her husband, and they both get shot down and are the only ones that survive from the, the, uh, the plane. plane. And uh, so he's got to help get Christopher Plummer, you know, back. Back. To the, you know. <laughs> and meanwhile, she's got both of her men um, over there who, you know, are, may get killed by the Nazis. Right. What's the name of this movie again? Hanover Street. Hanover and Street. And it is really, I've really good. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So, um... We're talking a little bit about Michael Crichton's other works, and they are. They're kind of sci-fi and everything, and I, I will be honest, I hadn't heard of a lot of them. Um, but he actually worked again with um, Sir Sean Connery, mm-hmm. um, who, who appears in Rising Sun from uh-huh. 1993. Ooh, I love that one. Um, and, um, and then he works with Donald Sutherland again in um, Disclosure in 1994. Oh, yeah. No, I, I haven't seen either of those. I haven't seen either one of them. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he works with them again both, you know, 15 years later. Yeah. Um, give or take. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean. He, he's, he's done a lot. And, and the science fiction He's got a lot stuff, of books. Too, yeah. I mean, his books are more, uh-huh. I think he's definitely more known for his books than he right. is, you know, for his directing stuff, you know. I mean, I had no idea. Now, he is not known for... Um, Adhering to um, animal, oh my goodness! Uh, well, in his defense, he didn't know apparently uh-huh. a lot of it. Okay, um, but uh, so they had these uh, a dog that is a ratter, right? right. That's trained trained to, to catch kill, and kill, kill, and rats. kill rats. Yeah, and, uh, and they didn't know, um, but they had gotten an actual ratter right. for this. And the crew's just like, "This is the dog we're using. We got everything set up. Uh-huh. Don't worry, it's all taken care of." And then it starts to go to work. <laughs> and then it starts to go to work, and they notice that this is not uh, this is not Hollywood. <laughs> this is the, not the dog did not know that it was, it was a movie, right? And He's so it starts actually, to kill rats yeah. on camera. And yeah, and I the mean, RSPCA, I guess it's the Royal Society to Protect Animals, uh, uh, shows up. They had found out what was happening. But, you know, they'd already shot the scenes, and they didn't press any charges. But, Lucky. you know, at the same time, so, like, um, one of the scenes with the ratter dog is shot in Ireland, and they shot another scene with him in uh, England. Yeah. Well, normally there's a quarantine time between where they right, between bring countries. it yeah. between countries, and they they did know what yeah. they were doing then. They yeah. They illegally... Uh, brought the dog into England without telling anybody, and you know they shouldn't do that. But no, but nah, what's it going to hurt? It's going to kill some. Rats. Other than rats, other than rats, 
rats. Um, I didn't know that this movie was actually has a different title when it was released in the UK in 1978. It had to. It had to. Um, this movie was actually titled The First Great Train Robbery uh, when it was released. Ooh, that's um, a good one. Yeah. But it had to distance itself from the two million pounds of sterling silver robbery from a mail train in 1963, which was known in the British press as the Great Train Robbery. Right. So they would get that confused, of yeah. course. Yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah. Why not? Why not? Change the change the name. Change the name. So yeah, the first Great Train Robbery is uh-huh. is uh, what this was. Uh, yeah. Titled when it came out in the UK. That so, makes sense. So go figure. Sure. Um, so another uh, cool little thing, the, in the movie, the, when they make the keys, and they copy the keys, it's supposed uh-huh. to take 75 seconds, and they've right. got it timed down and perfect and everything <laughs> like that. That scene in the movie, actually two minutes and 12 seconds. You put a clock to it. I did not. I read it. <laughs> I read it. But, uh, but no, two hours, or two hours, two minutes and 12 seconds is what it takes to make that 75-second scene. <laughs> um, so if you're counting. It's supposed to be 75 that's seconds. Right, that's right. That's right. But. Yeah, yeah, it's give the or, movie. Give or take. Right? Give it's or a, take. It's give all, or take a lie It's all Hollywood. Um, you know, Trevor Howard was uh, offered the role in this of uh, Edgar Trent. Yes. But decided he didn't want to do it. Didn't so, want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, we got Sean Connery. We got what Sean we Connery, need? exactly. You know, Trevor Howard. James, James Bond himself is going <laughs> to rob this train. Um <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are out of time. Um, oh. I do want to give a quick shout-out um, to our celebrity photo um, sent in by Steve Miller. Not uh, the Steve not Miller. The Steve, oh, no, oh, no, okay. not the Steve Miller. Yeah. Um, no, uh, no joker. Um, <laughs> um, midnight toker. Midnight toker. Um, no, not that Steve Miller, but a guy named Steve Miller um, sent in a photo that was uh, given to him from an old friend in high school at Ardmore High School. Oh, um, yeah. Who uh, ended up as the, in the same bunker as Elvis uh-huh. um, when he went to the Army. And uh, yells out to them, hey, Elvis. And Elvis looks up, and it's like kind of like this deer in the headlight. Deer in the headlight look and everything. Uh-huh. Caught it. it was a really good story. He's put, he, you know, El, poor Elvis. He's putting his, his duffel bag up. Right. And somebody yells at him, hey, yeah. and then flashes. And then flashes a camera at yeah. him. Yeah, in, in his army barracks. <laughs> right, exactly. And like, come on, God. we're going to be together for quite a while, you know. Hey, man, you can't be the king of rock and roll and not yeah. expect to uh, get recognized. and Get a shot of him sh- in his tidy whities or something <laughs> coming out of the... Yeah, at least it wasn't. Yeah, brushing his teeth or something. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't that. We couldn't have shown that. Hey, so. give me that. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> give me that camera. So uh, he so, shot yeah. it with one of those old brownie cameras too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it's just an awesome story. It is. It's a really good story. Yeah. So I, I joked a couple of weeks ago on the podcast that I broke my rule for this photo. Uh-huh. My, my rule is normally you have to be in the photo with the celebrity. It's a good rule. That's a good rule because again. We've had people send in like publicity photos, and I'm like, man, you took that off the internet and right. sent it to us. And and but this one had a really great story to it. Um, you could see that it was genuine in the reaction that they had from him and everything. Uh-huh. And uh, but anyway, if you have a celebrity photo if with you. a famous celebrity, 
then uh, please send familiar. it in to us. That um, sounds familiar. I've heard that. I, I feel like someone I know says that every <laughs> week. Um, but, yeah, send it in to us. Uh, we love getting those celebrity photos. They make for a little fun segment that we do each week. And um, and uh, we now have a new T-shirt. OEJ Movie Club T-shirt. Oh, the T-shirt. So, um, if People you s- like those. They like them. Yeah. They're liking them. And so if you send in a photo that we use on the air, um, key there that we use on the air. Yeah, the but key, we, we use most of we them. We use most of them. Um, again, unless you're just sending in a publicity photo or yeah. something. We, we tend to use most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, we'll send you a T-shirt. So, you know, when you send in those celebrity photos, include your T-shirt size and an address you want the T-shirt sent to. And, and uh, we'll get those T-shirts to you. And uh, we really love having that segment. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the podcast, you'll hear a prompt um, to, like, give you the address to where to send all that stuff. And, and uh, also, it'll tell you where to go to our website, oeta.tv slash movie club, um, to go and find, you know, all kinds of cool stuff that we got there. And um, while you're on oeta.tv, you can check out our other local programming and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. There's a lot of great content Lots on of there. stuff to see. There is. So... Not just us, you know. Not just us. But, I mean, we're the coolest. But, well. You know, I mean, uh, we're, you know, but. Uh, Oklahoma Gardening. Oklahoma Gardening. They're the coolest. Yeah. They are the coolest. Those guys. Those guys. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, again, tune in each night, each, uh, not each night, each Saturday night, I should say, at 9 p.m. and Fridays at 11. And check us out this week, The Great Train Robbery from 1978. It's going to be a good one. And thank you guys for listening each week, and please yeah. continue to do so. Tell your friends. We're trying to build up this audience as much as we can. Sure. And, and uh, we want to say thank you, and until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please, send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn. Mm -hmm.